Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. We are your hosts of the show, Karen and Kelly Sarlow. Whether you're struggling with grief or you just need answers, we connect you with spirit to find relief, clarity, and direction in life. We can help you move forward. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Um, I'm all set to start. I'm going to need the names for two boys for today because this session is for a mom and dad. And they begin it by asking if they could do a session where they just give me each child's name and I'm supposed to ask their spirit and their guides for any information that can help their parents in how they're raising them. Love the intention right off the bat. Okay, mm-hmm. so you need names? Mm-hmm. For, for I'll take one boy first. So let's do Max. Okay. So when we connect to Max's spirit and his guides, they show that he is young enough that he's in a school system, and the parents confirm it. They talk about, like right off the bat, how he's frustrated at school, and it's not not that he can't do education. He doesn't have challenges that are so difficult that he can't he can't develop, he can't grow, he can't be tested or anything like that. It's just that he needs hands-on things in order to have his brain function properly. He likes processes, but not where he sits down at a desk for many hours in a day. And the longer that he has to sit still, the worse his grades will become. I like how you said for his brain to function properly, but what you probably really meant was function fully. Yeah, sure. Because for a lot of people, you can sit down at a desk and just read, right? You can look at diagrams and visuals and you're like, got it. Every every cylinder is firing. Mm-hmm. For other people, you pop in some headphones, you're listening to something, you know, in terms of auditory intake. And you're like, I've made all the connections. My brain is firing, right? Mm -hmm. And then if I can't move my hands like Max, I can't make the connections. Even though what you're saying might make sense, I can't actually make connections. Mm -hmm. And all of those are proper ways of functioning. Mm -hmm. It's just how do we get the brain to fully fire? I like this. And then he goes, like the parents confirm some of this. So I'm just going to say, so they don't have to keep repeating the line that the parents confirm, the parents confirm. So let's just say that the session goes. You'll tell us if you fucked up. How about that? Yeah, that the session goes well and that they give that indication. Max's brain shows me that it, it really enjoys process. So he shows me being out in nature and how... If he's given the opportunity to be in nature and to be in it long enough that he can understand how things work by following the systems and how things are connected. But if he sits in a classroom and reads the material, he won't be able to test as well. So the spirit guides show him working in nature um, and they show him working in small groups and with mentors. And I asked the spirit guys, I said, are you trying to make a point that he's better off in a homeschooling situation? Is this why you're showing 
uh, small groups outside of the school. He's not in big classrooms. You're saying that the testing should be done where the teacher isn't using, I'll say, a standard or a typical test of being in a class, but allowing him to show his knowledge by actually being outside and explaining it as he's walking and talking and doing. And the spirit guide said, yes, that's exactly how he would um, thrive. So I repeated that to them, and the look on his mother's face was absolute joy. Because, as the couple explained to me during the session at that point, actually, that there had been a lot of discussion in the home about her choosing to stay home and homeschool, and that she wanted to, and that the dad thought that was not a good idea. He wanted him to be able to stay in school, and he thought the socializing aspect of school would be a bigger factor in keeping him in school and having standard tests done. And here comes Max's spirit and says, no, I'm actually going to do better marks-wise and academically and happiness, and and it's going to feed his brain and the way he grows better by being homeschooled, where he gets this opportunity to actually be in smaller groups have access to mentors in different areas, but he needs to be in it on a, on a daily, regular basis. Not where it's the excursion and the school has to get consent and all of the process that schools and boards have to do for insurance and safety purposes. So his spirit's just basically saying, no, we want him out on a daily basis in the museums, in nature, at all of these different places. He's got a love of building things. As young as possible, we'd like him to be around people that do carpentry work, that do things where at a very young age he can start appropriately with, with certain machines, of course, um, building and being creative. And it isn't, it isn't supposed to just be a hobby. It is the way that he learns. It is the way that he thrives. His mom's thrilled. And you can see, I think, I mean, I'm not going to know unless they call back and confirm, of course, but you can see in that moment where dad's making some shifts because he's hearing from his son's spirit. And he's saying, "This this does make sense and my wife is seeing it. I've been fighting it. And he does a fair amount of asking questions about it, I think, in order maybe to come to a place for himself to say, maybe I'm okay with this now. Yeah, I think as due diligence, you want to make sure that you're not coddling your child Yeah, and saying just because they can't do it the first time or the second time that we should pull them out of the system entirely, right? Because yeah. that's an unhealthy measurement. But if you're yeah. going through rigorous analysis and measurements mm. to say, maybe this isn't the best thing for my kid, or maybe my kid would thrive in a different environment, mm-hmm. um, then at least you're being responsible in the process of decision-making. Yeah, and I think it really helped, Kelly, that the dad heard from his son's spirits the very things that his son has already shown that he has an interest in. So when I said things like the carpentry, um, the dad was, you could see like he got a smirk on his face. Like, yeah, those mm-hmm. are the big affirmations. Yeah, and when I said about being outside and how he likes, oh, I forgot to mention this, he likes to take things apart 
but he doesn't always put them back together mm-hmm. properly. I know a few people like that. But the <laughs> but the cool thing about what Max does is that he does put things back together, but sometimes he will build something or create something um, because he's making something brand new. And so he's very inventive. He's very, very creative. And he will make something out of the pieces he's taken apart. There might be a few still left on the ground or on the table. He's made something totally different. He's got a brand new thing. And he has a whole idea of how it's going to be used and and all of its purposes. And so what his soul is saying is, I really want this type of career coming in my life. Like all of these things are preparing me. And his... As far as I can see, his dad is starting to put the pieces together going, oh, this is more important than I had thought. I had thought some of these things were just hobbies or just things, you know, that were just of interest and would kind of like come and go in his life. I didn't realize this was going to be a core important thing. And that, that, that's just an absolute wonderful moment to be able to channel that and to also be able to see where mom seeing a little bit of more of that and willingly saying, you know, um, I'm game for this and I, I'd be excited to, to provide them with these opportunities. I can work from home. I can figure out how to do this. And dad's just, you know, through the session, it takes some time, but you can see where he's getting his validations and he's starting to be like, okay, I might be able to be on board. His last little holding out um, is withering away which is going to be great for Max. Then Max's guides show me how much he loves sports and says to me that he's not going to be a professional athlete, but he loves sports for what it does to make him sweat. Um, The playtime, the skill, the confidence, but above all, he loves the socializing and that he wants to go to a sport He wants to be able to go to the practice, and you can see right then and there his parents' faces fall. (laughs) And I said, just let me continue. I said, he wants to go to practice, and he wants to go to the games, and he wants you guys to pick. (laughs) He doesn't want to be going from sport to sport, and he doesn't want you guys to be saying one coach to the next coach to the next coach that he can't make practices, but he'll just make it to the games because he's so busy. So he's missing some of the practices to say, I've got to get to a game for a different sport. And his spirit is saying, no, he wants to go and be with a group of friends. He wants to be at practice and at a game. Also, life lesson, you don't get to skip practice and just show up for the games. Yeah. That creates such an egotistical, unhealthy perspective in life. Mm. If you think that you have the right to skip out on the work that is Mm. needed to be put into a skill and put into a team, which being a teammate is a skill on its own, Mm -hmm. that you just get to show up to practice and be a star or a starter or whatever you think you should be, Mm -hmm. that's not a healthy life lesson. And he's, he's adept at sports without having to do all at this level without having to do all of the practice he's just he just has the ability and so his parents literally are running him from event or from sport to sport in a week 
without um, him going to all of the practices. And this is causing him problems when he gets to the game, even though he's playing really well, he's not gelling with his teammates. No, duh. And this is what he wants. He, he's, he's frustrated and angry and feeling like he doesn't belong. Which he doesn't. Yeah. And that's through no fault of his own because that's he's right. not old enough to make those decisions for himself. Yeah. Like those parents are taking away that opportunity for him to feel and experience belongingness mm-hmm. because he's putting in the work like the rest of the kids are. Mm-hmm. And he's not there in the locker rooms to, or the change rooms to socialize. He's running in and out of them without, I'm going to say something, it's going to sound weird, but like without the shower without the time to talk, to play, to maybe throw a sock at each other, you know, whatever. make plans. Yeah, he doesn't know what they're doing to socialize on the weekends. He's missing out. And then the weekends come, and if if a best friend calls him and says, are you going, are we picking you up, he can be included. But he's really realizing that without that best friend reaching out to say something like, are you coming? We're leaving in 15, or do you want us to pick you up in an hour? He's really realizing he he doesn't know what's going on because he's not there. But the human Max hasn't totally figured all of that out yet. So the conversation between his spirit and his parents is that his spirit is saying, he doesn't, he doesn't totally understand it. So he thinks his friends don't like him. He think, which isn't true. He's just not there for the plans. So there's miscommunication going on, and he's, he's losing confidence in his friendships and in his own, I'll say his own person. Not to mention when you're that young, like kids don't know to be inclusive anyway, yeah. necessarily, right? Like I have friends in right. my 30s now who will say to me, hey, I know you don't do big gatherings, especially when alcohol is involved. I'm going to invite you anyway, because I want you to know that you're welcome. And I know that you're probably going to say no, but I'm always going to extend the invite anyway. Kids don't know to say to another seven or eight year old Mm -hmm. or even 11 or 13 year old, you know, I know that you're super busy, but I'm going to invite you to every event that we have anyway in the hopes that you'll either make time or have time, Mm -hmm. right? It just becomes a way where we think, oh, well, Max can never go. Max is always busy. So we'll just make plans and we'll forget to invite Max. Yeah. Or we think he'll never say yes because he's so busy, so we won't purposely. So his spirit comes forward and says to his parents, he doesn't want to run to all of these different sports events, even though he's this good, he can. And eventually, as he ages, this, the practice is going to matter. They're going to catch up to him. Hell yeah. You don't develop determination. You don't develop follow through. Mm-hmm. You Like, if... Max will never learn that motivation waxes and wanes. Right. Right. And that when motivation goes out the door, as it does for every single one of us, we have to rely on discipline. But discipline is a practice. Yeah, that's a great point. Man, I wish the guides had said that. <laughs> I'm going to hope that his parents listen to this and that they hear it. But okay, th- so thank you for doing that. Um, the other thing that they that his spirit guides brought up is that he really likes cooking and that it is a life skill and that they often don't include him in it and they, they encourage him instead to 
um, do more homework and don't understand that things like cooking and doing the laundry and organ, like different things he likes to do in the house. Like he likes to organize things in the house. He likes to tidy things up. He likes to clean out cupboards. <laughs> he likes to do these things. It helps him with his brain. It helps him with his own levels of stress. It brings him joy eventually. They don't understand what he gets out of cooking and the organizing and the things he likes doing in the home. And they see it as, oh, you don't need to do that. We'll do that. You do your homework. And I know some teachers are probably listening to this going, that's, that's good. Those are good parents. Let him do his homework. <laughs> I understand that that can be seen that way, but that's not the way he sees it because of the way that he processes. It's also not balance. That's right. And if your entire night is being taken up by sport of, sporting events and homework, yeah. or just straight up homework, yeah, you don't even, you're not given the opportunity to create balance. You're not given the opportunity to discover things mm -hmm. that you love or enjoy or how mm -hmm. to rest, right? And yeah. we, we need to discover those things that we love about ourselves and in our own life. Yeah, you know, in a comical kind of way, if I said something like he loves to pick up his own clothes and fold them and do his laundry and organize them in his drawers and hang everything in his closet. Not one thing is comical about this, go on. Well, I, I, I think some, some people listening to this might go, he's going to make a great roommate or, yeah. or partner or I wish my own wife or husband or or partner or roommate had that type of life skill and knew the value of it. Like he's got, Max has this innate way, like he's just got this beautiful sense that's just such common sense about life skills. And his parents are like pulling them away from him. He seems to be born knowing he has to learn to do these things. And he has a desire to do them. And it's like they're pulling them away to say, no, 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 we need to keep you in a system that isn't working for you. And it would be working for other students, but it's just not working for Max. And sports, which is working for him, but there's too much. And then he's got these, these beautiful desires to be in nature. And how do you fit that in? And how do you fit all these things in? But I like what you said. The key word here is balance. And it's something his parents are both not not harnessing. They're both lacking. And he seems to have more than the two of them combined. And they're determined to beat it out of him. I was just going to say, like, if you, if you like organizing things, if you like tidying up, if you enjoy that, but you don't get to do it, mm -hmm. eventually you either unlearn it mm -hmm. or you receive the message that those things are not important and you should be focused elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So he could grow up to be 16, 23, 48, and consistently put those things off because this unconscious message is running that these are not important, you should tend to other priorities. Mm -hmm. And A, you miss out on a fundamental part of life, keeping your shit together physically, mm -hmm. literally, and then be missing out on things that you actually love that bring down your anxiety, yeah. give you a sense of structure. Yeah. Yeah. So then at the end, 
um, his spirit said that if he is is permitted to do the homeschooling, which would be all kinds of different types of learning with different types of people, that it really could be done in a, in a beautiful way where they could even hook up with, a, and I don't know what country they're in, I don't remember, but a school system that allows that where he still can be accredited properly for everything that he's doing. So I'm going to leave it at that for Max. And Kelly can have the name for the second child. Okay, we'll do some alliteration and choose Mark. Thank you. So Mark shows right off the bat when his guides come in um, that he's he gets super dysregulated with his emotions. And mom and dad went, well, you hit the nail on the head there. And I said, the main thing that I can see with Mark is that his his emotions are super dysregulated because he has he gets massive crushes on people, whether they're movie stars or all, well famous people. Sorry, I'll just say famous people. I was going to say movie stars, but that's too specific. He crushes hard on somebody, and it can be a famous person, or when it it gets worse when it's somebody he knows whether. I'll just say in his own world, his own age. And um, he typically picks people that really can't like him back. So he will go into um, really pining for them, really wanting them, really like heartache over them, um, trying to do things to get their attention or to um, get to see if they like him. And he can go really high up, really happy if he gets a response back that it looks like they have given him hope or feedback. But he crashes hugely and has like temper tantrums uh, and will cry, will fail a test because he's so spun out that they don't like him. So why can't they like him? Oh, I like your question. Um, they can't like him because he often picks people who already have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Doesn't mean you can't like them. Well, no. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean like a in a, in it would be inappropriate for them to reciprocate? Yes. A type of feedback. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is affecting his schoolwork. This is affecting the way that he's playing sports. This is affecting when he, like his outbursts of fistfights in sports. This is affecting um, his relationships at home. This is like a super big red flag. How old is he? Actually, Kelly, I think if I remember it correctly, Mark is in high school. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. he He's got, uh, and this, this, was really good that the guides picked this up because they had not heard the word dysregulation. And both of them went, what is that? And I said, as far as I can see, but I'm not a therapist, I said, it looks to me like he has lumerance. And, I, and they said, what is that? And I said, and I, so I explained it briefly, but also saying to them that it would be best for him to get into therapy to be able to understand why he's always picking people who are un unavailable. And that um, when somebody attractive, whom he could find attractive, and I don't just mean looks, I mean personality, I mean the way that they treat him, when they have a crush on him or they let him know, he's totally turned off. And he doesn't understand why. And so it came out that his father 
withholds love. His father withholds praise. His father withholds any kind of connection to him unless he's unless it's a reward. Like you 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 did well in sports or you did what I asked you or whatever it is. His dad is huge at withholding for Ma- for Mark. He doesn't do the withholding with Max. He does it with Mark. And so they don't see the limerence or or any of the this dysregulated feelings in Max. And you see, I, it comes out when I say all of these things, and the dad goes, "Well, well, no, um, Max isn't like this. I'm the father of both of them." And he's he tr- diverting. Yeah, and he tries to defend himself by saying, "Well, no, I'll hold up the sun that I that I don't mistreat." By saying, well, no, this one's healthy. This one doesn't have this issue. That can't be my fault. And so at the end of this session with this couple, um, they're confronted with the father's behavior in how he's treating Mark and how it's related to him being dysregulated in his emotions and where he's also struggles with schoolwork, but not because he doesn't have the intellect to do it, He lacks confidence. Well, I was just going to say, this is funneling into his inability to handle rejection. Yes. Because if all he ever gets out of or beyond withholding is as a result of a reward in terms of you earned, Mm -hmm. then you're never really coping with the rejection of, oh, I studied hard and I still failed. Okay, what do I do with that? Mm -hmm. Right? And, oh, um, this person doesn't like me back. Okay, well, what do I like about myself? Oh, right. All of these recognition that you, a process of recognition that you have to go through in terms of building your own self-confidence, not because you earned something, but because you are Mm -hmm. just your existence. If he doesn't learn these skills, this is where we see men grow up to be sexual assaulters, Mm. right? We see men grow up to be completely hostile and physically assaulting other people, whether it's sexual or bringing a, a gun into a school mm-hmm. because they got rejected and couldn't handle it. Right. Yeah. You got two major issues there. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. So we, this was the big issue. And, and thankfully, they did acknowledge before this really came down to the dad's behavior that this is really what they were hoping the guides were going to bring up. So they commented how happy they were that the very reasons that they called, they never had to say, but that they were what they were addressed by the guides bringing them to the forefront without, you know, having to be prodded to do it. And then un- I'll say fortunately or unfortunately for the dad, whoever, you know, everybody wants to see this, the session went to that the spirit guides for Mark and for Max came forward together to say to the to the father that he was a big problem for for both children and that he was affecting um, their ability to to learn and to grow and to achieve and to be able to to live to their fullest potential mm-hmm. yeah we haven't even talked about unhealthy sibling rivalry you know there's a healthy 
rivalry that naturally occurs. But if you Mm -hmm. have a golden child and someone who's also the black sheep, Mm -hmm. these siblings now non-consciously are in competition with each other, Mm -hmm. never understanding why they don't truly like each other because the other one is a constant threat. Max, a threat to Mark because he can never up, never measure up, pardon me, to Max. And Mark, a threat to Max that if I become like him, the love will be withheld. Mm. Right. Yeah. And then um, at one point near the end, um, the spirit guides said to dad uh, that he needed to be in therapy over this. And for a long time, and they broached the subject of therapy and holy jumping, did the body language change? Did he, he sat straight up? <laughs> he crossed his... He took a stance. Oh, yeah, he took a stance. But the beautiful thing that, that I saw occur was a softening in the mom. What I saw in her was a, a, a desire to hear the truth, a desire to be validated. Oh, yeah. And it was so different to see her energy and her body language and the dad's. And I see the dad sitting there and saying, you know, I went to therapy. And the guides went, yes, we know that you've been to therapy. We know you've gone a couple of times, but you constantly lie to the therapist. And the wife's face was gold. And the guide said to him, and you manipulate the therapist. And then you come home and you sabotage it by by saying total lies and gaslighting your wife and your children about therapy. And you have no desire to change that. This, this, all you're seeking here are forms of control, which is not love. And that was that was the piece de resistance for for mom in the session, and she just said to me, "Good to know," or not like th- that exact expression. That's my favorite expression. But like her expression was, "This is something that I've already known. This is good validation for me." Mm-hmm. I would imagine it was uncomfortable for them when our phone call ended. Good. Mm, or, I mean, Zoom call, pardon me, yeah, like over good. technology. Dis- the feeling or the recognition that things are disconnected is a good thing because you have an opportunity to have difficult conversations and to mm-hmm. grow in intimacy if both parties or all parties are ready, willing, and able. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that, that was the end of it. I, 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 felt, um, I felt so good, Kelly, to be able to be, give, like, to be given that chance that Max and Mark's spirit were able to say what they need for mom to hear it because dad can hear it too, but he's had a stance so far that even if I hear things that I don't like about me, I don't pay any attention. And I think that's the biggest thing mom got out of this session is that he ultimately can know the absolute truth about both of our children and her and he still is only going to do what is best for him or what he wants to do to keep control in the family. And now she has some, may, perhaps, she may have some different choices ahead of her. And sometimes that's really all we need. It doesn't mean that she got off the phone and said, I want a divorce and get out of the house. But it certainly might mean that she's making a decision on her own instead of with his permission. Right. Now she's more informed. You got it. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, you did an incredible job for them. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, because when we are stuck in our own little ecosystem mm-hmm. and we don't look outside it for a bigger perspective um, to challenge what we think we know, mm-hmm. and I say we think we know yeah. because sometimes we, we find, you know, we find out that that's not necessarily true, um, then we can stay stuck in the ways that we're doing things and the ways that we're thinking and, of course, in the ways that we're feeling. Mm-hmm. So. That was brave of both of them to sit down and have th- the session, right? To experience the session in full. Mm-hmm. For you to provide them with that clarity for those children's souls, that's a very unique experience. Not a lot of people can do mm-hmm. that. A therapist could do half of what you did, but not have the gravity of understanding that it's the soul saying it mm-hmm. versus a text, a textbook saying it, mm-hmm. right? I just, you know, the ability to walk away with a sigh of relief is that much greater after the session. Now, if the dad walks away with a different kind of sigh, that's on him. Um, and same same with mom. But there's far more opportunity now because mm-hmm. they sought that experience that they can turn their family's direction around, um, left mm-hmm. or right, however you want to put this, so that they can head in a healthy direction for everyone involved. And as I mentioned, whoever wants to to join that, right? Like dad might decide he's being left behind. Mm. True. Anyone could. That's that's all of our personal choice, but at least clarity, direction, and relief. Right. That's good. That's a good day. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.